Welcome to the Game Design Hacks. I'm Dale. I'm Tom. Actually, you're just a recording. I had to record the intro in post. And I'm Tom. In this episode, we're going to play Tom's Design Challenge, which is an ancient Greek-themed game with court intrigue and non-randomness built into its mechanics. So we got a group of friends together to play that live on this episode of the podcast. Are you as excited as I am pre-recorded, Tom? Let's get into it. to get started oh hell yeah oh yeah all right so the game is the athenian philosophical olympic pentathlon so the pitch is it's basically like the olympics but it's verbal and philosophical so the best debater is the best sportsman there's going to be two umpires which hereafter will be referred to as magistrates the two umpires are the Athenian magistrates named Archimedale and Aristotom. Some rounds are decided by the first magistrate to act, and other rounds are uh, when a unanimous decision is made. A lot of these games are time-based, so there will be a clock. From now on, the clock is going to be referred to as the sundial. Um, it's really important to refer to the clock as the sundial because if you call it a clock, then you'll lose a point. I thought your pun was was great, by the way. I sorry, I didn't laugh. Suck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting points yet, Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we we have a giant clock here. It's it's a, it's a sight to behold. Um, however, from now on, it shall be referred to as a sundial, or you'll lose points. And the other one is there's Mario Party style persistent bonuses. Um, so either magistrate can award a bonus point after any attempt for a particularly Greek answer. And a point will be subtracted for anyone that calls the clock anything but a sundial. So that pretty much sums up all the rules. Uh, before we get going, I want to do introductions. But in order to do that, we need to decide a turn order. So how are we going to decide who goes first? Who is the most Greek? Yep. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good metric. So everybody pick a Greek-sounding name, and the most Greek-sounding name will go first. All right, but who gets to say their Greek name first? We need a system for determining that. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, all right, everybody say the best Greek-sounding sentence, and then you get to be the first one to, to be the one to say the name first. I'll just take any sentence or any name at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for name or sentence. <laughs> Hello, I, I like the Pantheon. Hey, Rocco goes first. <laughs> Zeus. So your name is Hello, I like the Pantheon because Zeus? No, no, I, I get the right to pick my name first. Okay, yeah, that, that passes. Um, other magistrate, do we have unanimous decision? Yep, I second it. Cool, so Rocco, what's your name? Drokos. Drokos, okay. Drokos, yeah. Drakos. It's it's uh it's it's extended from the address, which is Greek for manly. Oh, uh, I reckon that's worth a point. Tom, do you think that's worth a point? Yeah, sure. Um, now that we've established that we hold all the points, um, I'm gonna <laughs> hand them out lavishly. Wow, very wise. <laughs> Thank you. That's um yes, how uh, hedonistic of you. <laughs> I'm just writing this down. So, Rocco, your name again was Adrocus. Adrocus. 
Very good. The next person to interject gets to pick their name. <laughs> I love some baklava. Hey. <laughs> so, Kaylee, what's your name? I'm going to go with Achilles. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> That's too good. Yeah. yeah, let's let's give her a point. And Millie, what are you picking for your name? Uh, Zusette. Zusette. <laughs> Achilles and the Zusettes. <laughs> okay, cool. So round I one. Zusette wrong. It's a podcast. <laughs> Nobody knows how I spelt it. Dale loses a point. <laughs> okay, everybody gets a point for an excellent name. Um, Great. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do that. We're we're all even at the beginning of round one. Of course it is. So we're going to start playing the sports, and I'm only going to, uh, you know, introduce them one at a time. Um, so I'll only tell you the rules before the sport begins. And so the first sport is going to be the philosophical javelin. Ba 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 ba. Ah, so, do you have a question? No, I was just, I was trumpeting for you. No, is that what that was? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, (laughs) sport number one, the philosophical javelin. Players get ahead by describing their javelin throw. The best throw wins. (laughs) Their score is the number of 10 second blocks they take up to describe it, using metaphor and ancient storytelling. They can diminish previous throw scores during their turn in order to get further ahead. Either umpire can end the throw for waffling, extraneous hyperbole, or bad sportsmanship. Two throws each. Total points are added to pentathlon total. Right, that's it. So, yeah, you've got to describe your best javelin throw. You can put down other people's throws in order to get further ahead. And for every 10 seconds that you spend describing your throw, there's another uh, point added. So as long as possible. Yeah, that's basically it. So you've got to describe your throw for as long as possible, and the longer it takes to describe, the more points you get. But if you waffle, then we'll subtract points. So, Drockus, you are going to be first. Right. So, describe your javelin throw, remembering the longer you describe it, the better you'll do. Right, okay. Your time starts in three, two, one, go. Adrokas takes off his robes, uh, his his toga, as it were, and the cold morning air stiffens his nipples. He, he sniffs with his large Greek nose in the air and then leans down next to his javelin on the ground and lifts up some, some Greek dirt, rubs it in his hands. He holds it up to feel the wind and know which way he should throw his javelin. He picks up his javelin and he throws it up first. He watches it come down and he grabs it and spins the energy going from his toes up through his muscular leg and thigh spinning around his hips and then there's a whip and in one strong lightning bolt almost as if it were from Zuset herself <laughs> he launches there's a crack and the clouds part it was going to rain but no longer as this javelin has flown to the next aisle and cracked the stone that honours the gods. He is the new god of javelin throwing. Okay, that's very good. And I have you at uh, around about 65 seconds. I'm just uh, taking some notes on that throw. Um, mm-hmm. Breathe through his large Greek nose. Is that racist? It could be. No, it's, it honours. It's they, they get a lot of air, you know. I, I wish I had 
the larger notes. Like All right, notes. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, so um, do we do we have any notes on the uh, extraneous uh, hyperbole there, or or is that uh, that's fine? Or, and no waffling. Any waffling judgments there, Tom? No, I, I think he was getting close to waffling a couple of times, but he he kept mm. throw moving forwards, and um, he didn't end up repeating himself. So no, I think. That that's a fair throw. Yes, um, I think massive points for uh, form there on the launch. Um, it really sailed through the air, and then uh, the landing there uh, to get it into the uh, rock, which. Uh, it's going to be a slight problem because that's the rock that um, they use in single combat, our next event. But, um, you know, if we get it out of that rock, then it should be okay. Look, it might make it more interesting, if anything. No, we'll, we'll, we'll have the crew clean that up before the next event. But good throw. Yeah, good throw. Good throw. Tally ho. I don't know how to notate good throw. Um, we've got 65 seconds and it's approved. I think that's that's all we need to know at this stage. All right, so Archales. It's your throw. Okay. And your time starts in three, two, one, go. Archaeles um, moves her shoulders backwards and forwards to stretch out and get her arms um, ready for her javelin shot. And she leans back. She holds the weight steadily in the hand and she looks to where... A Drocko threw his javelin and lines up her javelin. She pulls back and she throws the javelin with all of the might of the lion that Hercules took down in one of his great feats. It pierces through the sky, the bronze glistening that beautiful Greek sun, and it's has a slight twirl as it heads towards Adroko's javelin faster and faster before finally piercing through the back of Adroko's javelin and splitting it into four equal pieces and piercing the exact same rock. (laughs) It's a Robin Hood. (laughs) (laughs) I could have done that. I'm marking that as uh, 70 seconds. Uh, That was very good. Um, I think we're giving our first bonus point for extremely Greek reference there. Um, uh, so uh, there's a plus one there I'm just going to note. Um, so, yes, a very good throw from me. Yep. Um, I liked the, uh, you know, probably not quite as uh, quite as lavish in the wind-up, but, I mean, <laughs> it soared through the air and, um, you know, there's no denying when something Robin Hood's like that that it's a clear winner and everybody cheered. Yeah, well, I think she gets a point for diminishing a previous throw by Ooh. literally shattering the javelin um, in twain or whatever the split in four equivalent of twain is. However, it is interesting that in a narration of a javelin throw, you decided to throw it exactly as far as uh, Rocco's was. <laughs> I was going for the for the sort of glamour of annihilating his. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, that's a, a big dick energy move. <laughs> look, look, there was a lot of sores and sores, though, in there. I, I think I might consider that waffling, but that might just be me. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I really don't know. Uh, you know, let's say that it's a very strong throw um, because it's exactly as far. 
Like we will say you get a point for splitting the other one, but because it's exactly as far. Uh, what about the time taken to describe it? The time is greater, so that means that you're ahead by two then. Yes, that's a, a good point. So that's a plus two. Brilliant throw, by the way. I particularly liked that you used the lawn bowls rule of if you um, blast it through, then, uh, you know, you win. All right, so Zuset, it is your turn to throw. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Your throw begins in three, two, one, and throw. Um, okay. Zuset is startled that it is finally her turn putting down the gyros that she is halfway through eating. (laughs) (laughs) Wiping away the sauce from her mouth and taking out from her robe a bow. She places the javelin into the bow. (laughs) Pulls it back as tightly as possible and aims it towards the cauldron with the Olympic flame. <laughs> she lets go of the bow. It flies directly through the flame, catching the end of the javelin on fire, straight through to hit just before the previous two javelins, exploding in flames, completely eliminating any sign of the previous two javelins and (laughs) removing any of the distance okay we'll call that 60 seconds um however uh, i think for flair there in the landing um that's that's pretty strong uh you know you did manage to explode the entire um you know that next door arena where the single combat is meant to take place in minutes time the flame is pretty powerful the flame's powerful yeah Yeah. and Uh, um just sort of Having a look, uh, there is actually nothing in the rule book saying that you can't use a bow to fire your javelin. <laughs> I was actually quite impressed when you let go of the bow and it still flew anyway. <laughs> yeah. right. Ancient group technique. I imagine there was still quite a lot of sauce um, on her hands from the Euros. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was slippery. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> Yeah, the definite plus one for the uh, Greek reference there and plus one for the put down. Um, slightly behind on the time, though. Uh, so I'd say at round one, uh, we're still on uh, Kaylee's uh, in the lead, but we have a second round. So, Adrokis, mm-hmm. are you ready for your second throw? Yes, of course. Excellent, because your second throw starts in three, two, one. Throw. Adrokus hits the ground and curses the gods. How could they betray him like this? He looks specifically at Ares and says, You will be with me this day, Ares. He brings up his spear and he looks to the sky and he looks to the sun, which Apollo himself has created. He closes his eyes and trusts in the gods and he throws. It's silent. Nothing but wind. Everyone watches in awe as it disappears into the sun, and no one knows where it landed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so I'm a call out of Interesting. bounds. <laughs> <laughs> so can, can I, I just summarise this throw? Um, mm. You mm. began it by staring directly into the sun. and Yes, that's correct. And then you lost your javelin. <laughs> Look, isn't the point... 
of javelin throw to lose your javelin? Uh, no, just again, looking at the rule book, it's to get your javelin further than everyone else's javelin. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to invoke the uh, Icarus rule here. I feel as though your <laughs> javelin has flown too close to the sun and has probably burned. Cousins. Interesting play, Rocco. I, I, I hate to do this. Uh, it, but it does have to be unanimous. Tom, is this a uh, out of bounds? Ah, uh, yeah, no, this is an illegal throw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, otherwise, I mean, it was it was looking good. Uh, the wind up was great, uh, you know, and it went soaring. We all agree. However, in lieu of being able to measure it, we have to disqualify the throw. Bad luck. It is beyond your mortal minds, unfortunately. Yes, look, it may it may come soaring past in one of the future events <laughs> as it circumnavigates the globe. <laughs> Which we now know Don't steal my ideas. (laughs) 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 Ah, Well, we'll see that one in the discus, which is event three, potentially. All right, Archelis, your second throw. Are you ready? Oh, I think so. I think so. Just don't throw it at the sun, I guess, is (laughs) the aim for this round. You can throw it at the sun, uh, but if you you want to miss, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Okay, three, two, one and throw. Archelis is a little surprised by Adrocus's novel approach and instead picks up her javelin and looks towards where Zeusets ended up the last time and using some of that early Greek mathematical formulation works out the exact angle she needs to throw it so that it'll just go further and harder and spin just that little bit more impressively than Zuzette's. She lines it up, she takes a step back, and she pushes with all of her might through her arm and releases the javelin. It whistles through the sky, doesn't go towards the sun, (laughs) absolutely avoids the sun, whistling through, making its way, and it goes just past Zuzette's. And then it lowers, so it's it's about five, five inches above the earth, and it just skirts along, leaving a trail of dust behind it, before it very gracefully sticks just in to a beautiful green patch of grass, and that's where it will rest. Lovely. Um, I have that at one minute and 20 seconds. Very nice throw. So what I put that as 80 seconds. Fantastic. Exceeding your last throw by 10 seconds. Um, and uh, we don't have any issues with that, do we, Tom? It's a nice throw. It's, it counts. Yep. No, it went further than all the other javelins, which, again, I have to emphasize is the point of uh, this event. <laughs> I'd like to point that I did I did listen to your feedback after my first throw and I d- It's appreciated but there are no bonus points for listening to feedback. <laughs> Every reality show has lied to me then. Um, excellent. Um so I guess pushing on. We've got Zuset. Uh you're in for your final throw. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling ready? Mm, no. No. But go anyway. Okay. Yeah, I was going to. In three, two, one, throw. Zuset, drunk off wine, hoists her robes up (laughs) above her knees, grabs the javelin with both hands, spreads her legs apart so that she can do an underarm throw of the javelin. (laughs) (laughs) She lines it up, 
tries once, twice, three times she throws. <laughs> it goes above, over her head, behind her. <laughs> <laughs> flying through the air, knocking down nine of ten pins, <laughs> resulting in a split. <laughs> Uh, Tom, do you want to take this one? (laughs) Uh, I'm still struggling to work out the the physics of this one. (laughs) Well, I think it's kind of like people who bowl with the ball sort of very close to the ground between their legs, holding it with the two hands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So you were going for for accuracy using a um, very unorthodox method. Oh. Yes, exactly. Slow but sure. Yeah, well, I mean, again, consulting the rule book, uh, nothing in the rules that say you can't do an underarm javelin throw. <laughs> yes, that that is true. Um, it hasn't gone further, however, taking negative distance. Yeah. Um, however, that's that's still better than infinite distance. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll let the viewers be the decision makers on that one. It's a podcast, so there's none of them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and also this game has decision makers. It's me and Dale, and you don't get any points. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah so we will. Um, so one point lost for uh, Adrocus for bad sportsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Millie, I uh, sorry, uh, Zuset, I had your uh, throw at sixty-five seconds. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, what we do now is we add up the total amount of time from all qualified throws and divide them by 10, and that becomes everybody's score. So, Adrocus, who has 65 seconds... Uh, Posing. For the first throw, uh, that's qualified, so you have 6.5. We round that downwards to 6, so you have 6 points. The crowd goes wild. Oh, sorry, uh, Drockus, uh, you, you have five points as you lost one for bad sportsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> it is still many points. It, it is still many points. Uh, we then have Arcales, who then has uh, 70 seconds and 80 seconds, respectively. Uh, that's a pair of good throws for 15 points all up. Um, and then one extra point for extremely Roman reference. And then Zuset with 60 and 65 seconds, which would make 12 plus one for extremely Roman reference. So the scores are Adrocus is on five, Arcales is on 16, and Zuset is on 13 after round one. It's early days in the, the Olympics, so it's, it's still anyone's game. Adrocus is not worried. Adrocus should be worried. You know not his plans. <laughs> You're only mortal. Uh, you're all mortal. Uh, in fact, actually, there is another rule, and that is if you do become a god during the game, you will actually be disqualified. Ah, good to know. Yes. Uh, gods cannot take part in the Olympics. Uh, they are The Olympic is for them to watch, not to play. Yeah, we'll be taking urine tests at the end of this to make sure that there hasn't been any <laughs> divinity. Yes, any godlike substances. Um, yeah, yeah, or yeah, if anybody um, you know pulls something out of their uh, ass, like a Max Machina kind of thing, then that will um, that will obviously lead to disqualification. Also, the urine test is in the mail. So yes, I took care of it while you're talking. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we we have officials for that. Don't don't just piss and put it in the post, please. Right, right. All right. So, uh, Tom, do you want to run us through the rules for? 
sport number two, single combat. Burr, 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 burr. Burr, 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 burr. Single combat. In one minute rounds, players have to be the strongest warrior in a game of one-upmanship. Players must describe how they would beat the previous player in single combat. If their argument is compelling, they win and a point is awarded to them. If they take too long, decided by first magistrate interjection, or they don't have a convincing victory, they lose and an additional point is awarded to the previous player. Rounds last one minute on the clock. At the end of the timer, the last player can finish their argument and the winner is awarded three points. There are two rounds. Total points are added to the pentathlon total. Right, so it's basically single combat and you've got to one-up the other player as far as you've got to describe your move. And yeah, basically, if your argument is compelling, you get a point. And if you take too long or you don't have a convincing victory, then instead of losing a point, your previous opponent gains an extra point. So this one is on the sundial. I know we called it a clock there. We're allowed to call it clocks. We're Greek inventors and you're not. I take issue with this. <laughs> you don't want another bad sportsmanship point, mate. No, no. I'll lodge it through the official channels, of course. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. <laughs> so it's going to be a one-minute round, and uh, we're just going to go in the same turn order that we've got. So it's going to be Adrocus, then Achilles, and then Zuset. Adrocus, get ready to describe your first blow now. Just to start it off, your opponent will have been Zuset. Even though Zuset doesn't get to move, that's who you're striking. Very well. I do this gladly and freely. Excellent. Round starts in three, two, one. And Adrocus, you're off. Adrocus cracks his back and walks up to Zuset slowly in an intimidating fashion. He goes toe-to-toe with Zuset, noses touching. Intimidating. Intimidating. They cannot move. Bam! Time wasting. You didn't get it. Next opponent is Achilles. <laughs> Just again with the nose. It's uh, <laughs> becoming a real reoccurring theme in uh, Adroko's narratives. It is a divining character trait. All right, all right. Um, so I feel as though uh, the last one has kind of anchored what the experience should be for this one. The idea of this one is to kind of keep the pace going. You describe one blow and then it moves on to the next person who then strikes a blow onto you and then uh, continu- it's continuous until the clock is done. Ah. And, at the, and at the end, the last player can finish their argument and then they're awarded an extra point. So it's just like describe your strike and then we keep moving on to the next person and then great what sort of weapons do we have for single combat or is it like our physical bodies only Uh, that's a very good question i would i would say that's probably up to you okay yeah i'm just having another look at the rule book here um there there doesn't seem to be any limit to what you can use as a weapon or how you can strike your opponents yes that's right Tom, what do you think? Should we make it so that they have to strike a blow on the previous opponent or do they have to strike both other opponents? I said they have to strike one opponent, but maybe not necessarily the next one in line. They can pick their target. Excellent. Okay, that's good. You can pick your target. But bear in mind when you pick your target that if your blow doesn't seem convincing that your target is awarded the point. So, getting ready to start. Does everyone feel ready for the round two single combat? Yes. Yes. Somewhat. 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 
I, I think Zuzette is trying to trick us into thinking that she is not capable of winning single combat. Sneaky, sneaky. She's playing possum. <laughs> yeah. Well, the round starts in three, two, one, go. Adrokus picks up the spear from the rock that landed here last round and throws it squarely at Zuzette. It counts. Uh, Arkeles leans over, picks up a handful of dirt and throws it directly into Adrokus's eyes. It counts. Ah! Zuzette takes off her gold leaf wreath and throws it like a frisbee at Adrokus while his eyes are incapacitated. It counts. Adrokus drops to the ground on his back and rolls around, wiping his eyes, crying. It does not count. <laughs> One, po- <laughs> One point is awarded to Zuset. Um, Arcales sees Adrokus down and grabs her spear and stabs down into his calf. It counts. Zuset runs towards... Name. Uh, uh, runs towards Arcales, sliding down between her legs, popping up behind her and kicking her in the back of the knee. Counts. Adrokus does a breakdancing spin, <laughs> spinning on both hands and kicking away the spear that uh, Achilles was bringing down into him and also simultaneously kicking Zuset's face so that he lands in between them. It's a double. Uh, Achilles steadies herself and using this holding the spear in the center whirls around and knocks Adrokus in the stomach as she hits Zuset in the back. Oh, it's another double. Zuset uh, spins around, grabs Achilles by the arm, takes the spear and no, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That doesn't count, and it's time. Uh, Adrokus vomits. Hang on. It's, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. And unfortunately, uh, the three points aren't awarded uh, to Zuset for being the last contestant in as the last round kind of petered out. All right. So that's the first round, and uh, the scores are three to Adrokus. Four to Achilles and three to Zuset. All right, so there are two rounds here. How's everyone feeling after the first round? It's time to pick yourselves up, dust yourselves off, and get ready to go again. I am dusted. Yep, everyone's taking water in their corners. Yes, I've got someone patching a cut below my eye. Uh, interesting technique from uh, Adrokus there, uh, spending a turn rolling around on his back. Yeah, there was no attack there, Adrokus. <laughs> It's all about making you uneasy. You wouldn't understand. Yes. Um, I, I also felt as though that was a complete waste of everybody's time. <laughs> a, a glorious waste of everybody's time. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to go for another round. Uh, this time it's going to be Aristotom that count, uh, calls whether or not it counts. Okay? Uh, so uh, I'm still going to call the time, though. Uh, we let that one go for three minutes, I think, uh, just because it was feeling about right. We'll do the same thing this time. Um, so, uh, Aristotom, are you ready to uh, call this game? Yes. A um, beautiful Aristotom in a bikini walks across the ring holding above a big round two sign and the, the bell rings. Three, 
two, one, Adrakus. Adrakus leaps up into the air, into the sun so that it's behind him, blinding his opponent, and falls down with a flying kick into Achilles' face. That's the point. Achilles holds her shield and sword and with a mighty amount of force brings the hilt of the sword down on Zuset's head. That's the point. Zuset picks up her old half-eaten Euros and <laughs> throws it at Adrocus's face, blinding him once again. Nope. Point. Adrocus catches it in his mouth and consumes it deliciously. He then re- dashes forwards and pushes her to the ground. Zuset. Yep. Point. Arcales takes her shield and runs with it in front of her head, bent at the waist, straight into Adrocus's stomach and tries to wind him and knock him over. Point. That's a double. That's a double, yep. Zuset uses the wall of the Colosseum to leap up and triple kick Achilles in the face. <laughs> That's a point. Amazing. <laughs> Adrocus will be behind Achilles as Zuset does this and do a spinning back kick onto the back of her leg so she falls over, stabbing herself with her own weapon. Yeah, point. Um, Achilles dodges aside from the sword and turning onto her back, pierces the sword at Adrocus right near the groin. Oh, point. Zuset removes all of her robes, completely <laughs> shocking everybody, and throwing her robes at both Adrocus and Achilles while they get all entangled in. Yep, that, that's a double. Adrocus gets a, a raging. <laughs> <laughs> Do not okay, finish that sentence. <laughs> 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 uh, just for the record, it was genuinely time, but I was about one second away from calling time anyway. <laughs> All right, we are at the end of round two, single combat, and it's time to announce the scores. Uh, what we saw right at the end there was uh, we had Zuset uh, right on the buzzer, um, getting a three-point uh, uh, getting a third uh, blow in there uh, so there's actually a uh, two extra point bonus for having one on the buzzer um, so that takes the final scores to Adrocus in the first round we had three in the second round we had three bringing you to six which brings your tournament total to eleven. Oh, the crowd goes wild Achilles. You had a four in the first round and a four in the second round, giving you eight, which brings your tournament total to 24. And Zuset, you had three in the first round, a plus one for a reference to a Colosseum, and five in the first round for having uh, the the final score there. Um, So that would uh, bring your score also to eight, making your tournament total 21. So as it stands, at the end of round two, Adrocus is on 11, Achilles is on 24, and Zuset is on 21. As we work into, walk into sport number three, the philosophical discus. All right, Tom, do you want to run through the rules on this one? Yes. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum.
<laughs> the philosophical discus. It's the javelin again, but now it's a disc. Players get ahead by describing their discus throw. The best throw wins. Their score is the number of seconds they take to describe it, using metaphors and ancient storytelling. They can diminish previous throw scores during their turn in order to get further ahead. Either umpire can end the throw for waffling, extraneous hyperbole, or bad sportsmanship. Two throws each. Total points are added to the pentathlon total. All right. So how are we feeling? We're going to go in the same turn order. It's going to be a Drocus, then a Kaylee's, then Zusette. All right, Adrocus, are you ready to step up to the plate and throw your discus in an entirely unrelated... Adrocus. I said Adrocus. Is always ready. Ready before you ask. Excellent. Well, then, Adrocus, your throw begins in three, two, one, and throw. Meditating on the ancient words of Aristotle, Adrocus sits and meditates once again on how a disc is made. He forms one out of the clay in the ground, rejecting the ones given to him by the officials. He uses the heat of his biceps to enclose it and make sure that it sails sorely through the air. He grips it, knowing he has full well made the most powerful discus on Earth. He looks to the horizon, grips it tightly, his muscles bulging, and spins, spins! He throws it, the wind from his second hand flowing through the air as he throws his disc, pushes it further. It flies out of the stadium, straight to the Pantheon, where it wedges itself into the edge of the column at the front. (laughs) Look at that. It's a 55-second frontal column mount. Uh, Yeah, no, as... um... As we all just heard, it's lodged itself in front of the very famous frontal columns of the uh, (laughs) Greek pantheon. Surely none could do better than this. Um, I have to double-check the rulebook again, but, um, yeah, there's nothing that says that you have to use a regulation discus. Um, So building your own on-site is perfectly legal. (laughs) Yeah, I think what impressed me the most about that discus, uh, you know, aside from its frontal column mounting, Mm -hmm. uh, was probably, yeah, just the craftsmanship was fantastic. Uh, Who knew you could throw a one-meter diameter discus? Who knew? Yeah, I mean, uh, and just how sharp it was in order to, you know, sever that frontal column is just Mm -hmm. astounding. Um, yeah, so that definitely counts, and it's at 55 seconds. Um, I'm going to give a plus one for the especially Gratian uh, mention of the uh, frontal column. <laughs> Not Aristotle. <laughs> Is there an Aristotle? We have Aristotom. Yeah, it's his, it's his lesser known brother. No relation. Brother from another mother. That's <laughs> it work. Excellent. So, Archelius, are you ready to step up to the plate? I am. I am. Excellent. So your throw will begin in three, two... One, and throw. Archelius picks up one of the regulation discus... Disguy? Because she knows that Aristotom and Archimedale would absolutely have the best discus available for them to use. And gifted like Cassandra, she can foresee that her discus is going to clearly outrun Adrocus's. So wedging the discus on her palm, she makes a splendid series of circles and releases 
with a beautiful arc cascading through the sky and it goes across the Greek Isles, goes further than Adrochus, goes beyond that frontal column and it slowly comes down, going past the Trojan horse which is outside the gates of Troy where they have been battling for ten long years and it hits the king of Troy who is Priam in the face ending the Trojan War, giving the Greeks the win, and going further than anyone has ever seen a a discus go before. Done. Fantastic. (laughs) Amazing. That was a 70 second throw. Um, We're going to have a plus one for the the Trajan reference there, actually. Yeah, I've I've got marks for Greek references, uh, diminishing a previous opponent's throw, um, Mm -hmm. shameless pandering to us with the uh, choice of discus. (laughs) And also rewriting Greek mythology. <laughs> I was a little bit worried for a moment there that then we might have to dock a point on the Icarus rule, but luckily it did land. <laughs> yeah, no, we can actually measure that. Yes. Um, um, from here through the Pantheon to Troy. Excellent. So um, that's going to be a hard act to follow, Zuset. Are you ready to step up to the plate? As ready as I'll ever be. Well, your throw starts in three, two, one, and throw. Zuset removes her sandals and begins to put on her newly designed shoes with a <laughs> <laughs> that closely resemble today's version of a uh, I, an ice skating shoe. <laughs> begins to twirl faster and faster creating an entirely new Olympic sport, <laughs> spinning, fa- <laughs> spinning and spinning faster and faster, attempting a kickflip 180 in the process, releasing her discus, it flies out of the Colosseum all the way through to Troy and through a beautiful horse made of wood that I believe was going to be a gift for somebody (laughs) smashing it to pieces and in the shock of all the people running around they lose track of the discus oh no oh no (laughs) that that was a surprise uh... twist at the end Uh, I think there was a lot of surprises in that like uh, particularly that um, you know after the Trojan War there was still a horse around (laughs) Yeah, the uh, Trojan horse seems a lot less important after the uh, King of Troy was demolished by a previous discus. And I mean, if anyone's been in there for the last 10 years, then they're not in good shape. Yeah, do we fall um, prey of the Icarus rule where I believe the last words were, um, we lost track of the disc? (laughs) I only see it as fair. Yes, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, as as is known from the story of Icarus, uh, his dad lost track of him when he flew in front of the sun. Okay, so uh, believe it or not, we have another throw each. Great. <laughs> Unless everybody is so happy with their throw that they'd like to move on to the next sport. I could go another throw. Okay, Adrocus is stepping up to the plate to take his second throw. Can he beat the frontal columns this time? <laughs> <laughs> Adrocus, you throw starts in three, two, one, go. Adrocus watches the others with awe 
but then smiles knowing that it pales in comparison to what he's capable of. He sees Akali's recognition of the official discs and he decides to take six of them and he (laughs) compresses them down into one large discus bigger than anyone has ever seen it might be 20 meters across (laughs) he grips it with such force that his fingers crack the edge of it and he starts spinning on the spot on one leg he kicks on the ground like he's a skater he kicks he kicks he kicks he spins faster and faster the wind starts to pick up around him debris from the crowd starts to get caught up in this tornado that he's created by spinning In one lightning strike, he releases the disc. People from the crowd get sucked along with it and it goes (laughs) deep into the sky. People on other islands think it is a UFO, but it is not. It is a Drocus's discus. It shadows over Troy as it starts to fall on the very location the other two fell. Uh, Achilles is there and he's had a fatal blow dealt to his, to his, uh, his ankle. He's lying there in pain, and Adrocus's discus falls right on it, uh, unlodging the dislocated uh, ankle and saving his life. And Achilles will now live to be a ripe old man. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay, so Whoa. now we have to figure out whether or not we measure from the center or the furthest point of the discus as it's 20 meters in radius. <laughs> It has been a very bad day for the people of Troy. Um, As a Greek, I think everyone else will agree that the Trojans are our enemy, so who really cares if it's a bad day for them? Yeah, that's that's excellent. Um, so I had that as a 90-second throw, and um, for the life of me, I can't knock any uh, waffling on that. Um, you know, there's extraneous hyperbole, for sure, but it was in good sportsmanship, so I'm going to let it fly. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, um, debating whether or not he deserves a point for Greek references when um, he delivered a blow to Achilles' famous vulnerability, his ankle. Uh, <laughs> the Achilles' ankle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so we're going to add another bonus point <laughs> for uh, Grecian references. Uh, yeah, Pretty fantastic. close. <laughs> You're not going to be out of the park there, Rocco, with the Grecian <laughs> references. Fantastic. Okay, so, uh, Achilles, you are ready to throw? I am. Okay, your throw begins in three, two, one, and throw. Achilles notices that the crowd is looking a little nervous after Adrocus's <laughs> last throw, considering a lot of them got pulled up into some kind of tornado twister. Um, so she decides to get the crowd back on side by doing a series of, you know, stomp, stomp, clap, stomp, stomp, clap, getting the audience into the mood. And she points at a young child in one of the front rows and she beckons him across. And Achilles is very confident with that first throw because not only did it go very far, but it saved an entire population that had been in battle for 10 years. So she brings the little boy down and she puts him across her shoulders so that he holds the discus with her and together in harmony they swing around in circles and they release together showing the unity of ancient Greece and the generation and hope that we have for the future of the empire and the 
The discus soars through the sky and the clouds part and all of the gods are looking down and smiling at Achilles and this little child who have just created such a beautiful moment in this particular Olympic event. And it was great. It lands with a smooth, <laughs> smooth little little bump and it's it's you know, it's 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 just really satisfying. It goes really far. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> really far. Really far. <laughs> wow. I lost track of where Adrogas went. <laughs> that was another 90 second throw. Um, so I'm going to put that there. Uh, Tom, what are your thoughts? Well, my initial thought is this sounds like this is this little boy's throw and not your throw. <laughs> no, no, no. Very, caref- very carefully, his hand was on top of my hand. So the throwing was all of mine, but he feels as though he got to take part in the event. And, you know, who knows? Maybe this kid is going to grow up to be Hercules. Okay, so the, the boy's hand is on the javelin? Is that no, his hand is, his hand is on top of my hand, and I'm holding the discus. Disqualified. Okay. <laughs> so, so he's on your hand, but not... Touching the javelin, is that correct? The discus, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, don't talk back to the judges. Yeah, I, I think she should also get points for um, inventing the chorus for We Will Rock You. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, famous uh, Roman rock trio, uh, Emperor, I believe they were called. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we're calling that ninety with a with a one bonus. Excellent. <laughs> it, it did go really far. Like yeah, Troy's pretty far, but this is really far now. <laughs> <laughs> so Zuset, how are you feeling? Ah, uh, look, a lot has happened. So you know, I'll give it a red hot crack. You feeling ready? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the time starts in three, two, one, throw. Suzette is uh, a little bit exhausted by all the events that have just happened. It's a little bit much. Um, uh, So she's looking around the Colosseum and she sees the chariots that are at the front gates and takes a bit of inspiration from these chariots and realises that she really could probably take a little bit easier this round. Uh, And she grabs the discus, puts it down towards the ground and rolls it along like the wheels of the chariot <laughs> it rolls quite away a nice a nice amount <laughs> it rolls uh, not too not too far but also not too close it rolls just just the perfect amount <laughs> That's Ex- it. Yeah. excellent this is the goldilocks like, of discus <laughs> I feel like a right. It looks like a good amount. Okay, so I've, right. I've put you uh, to, uh, you know, uh, 50 seconds for, yeah, it, it, it rolled a good amount for sure. Yeah, but it rolled not not too far, which I'm pretty sure is not as far as really far. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just going to have to look up the, uh, the uh, Greco numeral chart. And yes, I can confirm that that. Not too far is not quite as far as really far in in imperial measurements, uh, which haven't been invented yet. I mean, someone has to go and retrieve them. <laughs> yeah, no, you make a good point. Someone will have to retrieve these, so we'll send out some assistance to Troy to ask for our discuses back. Yeah, the the Macedonians arrive at the at the edge of Troy, which has now been obliterated by a giant twenty meter discus. <laughs> I'll do my part and go and grab my own discus because it's just over there. So. <laughs> 
Ah. And we might need a team to dislodge that discus from the frontal column of the Pantheon. Oh, you'll definitely need a team for that. It's in there pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... The scores are in the discus. We have, for uh, with Adrocus, we have five points for the first round and nine points for the second round, giving 14 points total. Then that's with two bonus points for Greek references, bringing a very impressive 16. I think that more than doubles my score. <laughs> okay, ladies, you have seven points in the first round and nine points in the second round, bringing it to 16 points with... Uh, one bonus point for sucking up, one bonus point for Greek references, and one bonus point for going really far. Uh, bringing that to a total of 19 points. And then we have Zuset, uh, who unfortunately was disqualified in the first round, but in the second round had a, uh, a pretty impressive, not too far, but not too close either throw, uh, bringing a total of five points. Just right just right. So, and I'm just going to do some quick telling. At the end of the first, uh, third round, we have Adrocus on 27. We have Archales on 43. And we have Zuset on 26. So it's 27 to 43 to 26, heading into the fourth round. We must topple this tyrant. Uh, it seems like nothing will stop Achilles at this point. If only there was some kind of weak point that you could all attack, like a heel, for example. Oh, I believe it's an ankle. An ankle, that's right. Yes, so that's what I was getting at. I managed to <laughs> budge my own joke. Great. <laughs> so round four is the debate for Ascension. Tom, do you want to run us through this one? Sure thing. Thank you. In two-minute rounds, players have to be the strongest god in a game of one-upsmanship. Players must take turns describing how they would beat the previous god in a battle with their godly trait or power. If their argument is compelling, they win and a point is awarded to them. If they take too long, decided by the first magistrate to interject... Or they don't have a convincing victory, they lose and an additional point is awarded to the previous player. Rounds last one minute on the clock. And the end of the timer, either uh, the last player can finish their argument and the winner is awarded three points. Of course. There are two rounds. The total points are added to the pentathlon total. So we're not attacking each other. We're attacking a god. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Okay. This one is just like the uh, the, the round two. It's uh, the combat again, but this time you're doing it by describing godly powers. Okay, we have godly power, but okay. I've already had godly powers. Well, if you be, if you become a god, then you will be disqualified as the Olympics. No, no, demi god. You see. Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> excellent. All right, so um, yeah, it's just like the single combat, except it's uh, you know you're using godlike powers for one-upsmanship. So this game was uh, inspired by the Sandman uh, graphic novels in which they have to describe a godly power in order to win in the same fashion. So we're, we're doing that. So bearing in mind that this is, you know, uh, a two-minute rounds, it's, it'll be the same as single combat. So it'll be Adrocus to start. Adrocus, are you ready? Always. Gladiators, are you ready? Yes. I think so. 
That's everyone, by the way. Um, I just want, I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was a gladiator or not. Yeah, isn't that Roman? Yeah, it's it's all old stuff, isn't Same it? Same stuff, whatever. Yeah. Oldie times. <laughs> Ye olden days. All right, so the round starts in three, two, one, go. Adropus holds his hand up to the sky and lightning hits it. Coursing down through his body, he redirects it through his other hand. Uh, it doesn't count. Nobody was struck. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you were just electrocuted. Very impressive, though. <laughs> okay, Lise. Using the Apollo's ability for premonition, Achilles sees what um, Adrocus is going to do and does grabs hold of his hand and channels that lightning bolt at Zuset. Ooh. Uh, it counts. Zuset pulls out her tiny little bow and arrow and <laughs> fires it at Adrocus, causing Adrocus to fall in love with Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> it counts. <laughs> Adrocus grips Achilles with all his might, holding her in place, saying, My love, we will be together forever, and in doing so, squeezes crushing bones. With the strength of Hercules. It counts. Um, Achilles calls on the ability of Medusa, who is a goddess, and <laughs> uses the snakes growing out of her hair to bite at Adrocus, as well as try and petrify him into stone. It counts. Zuset lifts up Adrocus. With her super strength and smashes him down into the ground, shattering his stone form into a million pieces. (laughs) Each of those million pieces reforms into a tiny Adrocus and they climb inside both other competitors and start punching their organs. Boom, it counts, and that's time. Uh, so that's a double, and there's two extra points. So that was a five hit at the end there. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so in the first round, we have five to Adrocus, we have two to Achilles, and we have two to Zuset. Well, this this brings up a very interesting question now that Adrocus uh, has um, Sorcerer's apprenticed himself. Um, <laughs> h- how does that leave him at the start of the second round? Does he get a chance to reform, or canonically, is he a million tiny Adrocuses now? <laughs> <laughs> they can uh, all stand on each other's shoulders and create what looks to be one Adrocus. I, I think it has to stand. So, uh, yeah, in the next one, you might want to um, make it easier for you to do a chariot race. Uh, just if you can clean that up on the way through. Um, okay, so is everyone ready for round two? I think so. Excellent. Round two begins in three, two, one. Adrocus. Adrocus runs with the speed of Hermes, uh, knocking down each of his little forms, uh, knocking down the opponents by hitting their feet. Tom? Yeah, that's fine. Um... Achilles using the strength and size of many of the gods steps on all of the mini Adrocuses and <laughs> annihilates at least 300 of them. Thermopylide. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a point, yeah. 
Or is it 300 points? I think at one point. <laughs> There's a plus, a plus one for uh, uh, Grecian reference. Yeah. <laughs> Zuset calls upon the sea, rising the ocean and drowning everyone, including... <laughs> <laughs> including all of the all of the uh, viewers uh, Adrocus uh, makes a deal with Hades and brings everyone back to life um, and he then uses the bolts of Zeus to um, bring life back to everyone's bodies uh, so their bodies and their souls have returned. He then uses them all on his side now to go and run into the stadium and beat the shit out of the, the other <laughs> competitors. Tom? I say that's a double. It's a double, okay. Um, Achilles will not stand for this because she had the crowd on her side before. And so using um, whichever god can fly's ability, she... <laughs> goes above the fray and starts shooting le- lightning bolts and blasts of water and blasts of sun and blasts of moon and all of the gods' powers at both Zeuset and Adrocus. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's waffling. <laughs> it is time. Um, so we have to decide whether or not that counts as the extra points at time or... Uh, no, I think there was some waffling going on with that last one. Okay. Um, yeah, though I do think she should get a uh, reference point for mentioning the Greek god that can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually did have that one down, so that's good. Um, so in the second round, we have uh, three points to Adrocus. We have one point for Greco reference to Achilles, and we have one point to Zuzette. Uh, bringing the totals for round four to eight to Adrocus, three to Achilles, and three to Zuset, making the tournament totals uh, 35 to Adrocus, 46 to Achilles, and 20. Nine to Zuset. If I can speak on behalf of one of my competitors, I think it's very ballsy that Zuset killed everyone, and I think that deserves an extra point. Well, there's no witnesses. So. Yes, but in killing everyone, unfortunately, she's killed everyone that could award those points. So yeah. it's- but uh, now this allows me to rewrite history. So okay, yeah, I, I'm going to honour it. So you're uh, one extra bonus point. Your tournament total is now thirty. I rewrote it as forty. <laughs> I, I'm going to allow it. Your tournament total is now forty. Invoking whichever Greek god rewrites points. Oh, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> okay, so we're into the final round, and the final round oh of the god. pentathlon number five is a three rounder. Yes, that's right. The final round is three extra rounds, but these rounds only take one each. Okay, so this is the philosophical chariot race. So, this one kind of works a little bit like Jackbox games. So it's a great idea for everyone to get something to write a note on, whether that's notepad on your computer or whether that's a notepad uh, in front of you. I believe they're called tablets. Tablet, that's what I said, Stone yes. tablets. Okay, you get an extra point. Yes. <laughs> Do you use a notepad during Jackbox games? 
Uh, no, I use Windows Notepad during Jackbox games. <laughs> and then I email myself the answer and then copy it from my mail app into the Jackbox <laughs> TV thing. Send it with express post. Dear Mr. Jackbox, <laughs> please find attached my answer to the latest Quiplash answer. <laughs> my answer is as follows. Open quotation, D's nuts, close quotation. <laughs> okay, excellent. So everyone has two minutes to write down a combination of horse, cart, and strategy that you're going to use to win the chariot race. At the end of the two minutes, you're going to read your combination aloud. And uh, in the first round, uh, our Archimedale is going to award five points and Aristotle's choice will award three. Do we have the powers of the previous uh, competition? No, but you're wel- welcome to come up with anything. I mean, you can, if you, if you, but you should come up with it again from scratch. Is this getting as many strategies as possible in this period or one single strategy? This is one strategy to take one horse and cart to the end of the race. But you got to try and win the chariot race. Has everyone got their riding instruments? Yes. Indeed. Excellent. So the two minutes starts in three, two, one, go. So pens down. And it's time to hear again in turn order how everybody did at their chariot race. All right. So Adrocus, why don't you run us through your chariot race? Well, uh, the strategy for my horse. So the horses, or the singular horse is fed with the best carrots in all of Greece, grown from the armpits of Demeter, the god of seasons themselves. Uh, This lets them run for an eternity without tiring. Uh, The strategy for my cart is to mount the cart with the swords of Artemis, uh, which automatically strike at other horses nearby, therefore um, disabling my opponents. And um, I was a bit short on time for my strategy, uh, in which I wrote, yell profanities at the other races. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it will go down well. I, I guess we didn't really, uh, yeah, we didn't really get a description of uh, the race, but that's perfectly fine. That's, that's good. Yeah, we did get a uh, description, however, of the famous Greek carrot. <laughs> the best masaka in all the land is made with these. Famously a carrot-based dish. Yeah, that's why you get them in Greek salads. <laughs> but horses love them. They're not for the Greek people, they're for the Greek horses. Have you ever had a Greek horse salad? It's just carrots. <laughs> I can't say I have, and so, you know, I don't know enough about Greek horse salad to dispute it either. So. Exactly. Great race. Okay, next we have uh, next we have Achilles. Uh, why don't you run us through your race. Okay, so in terms of my horse, similar to Adrocus, I am also feeding my horse with something quite um, sustaining. But in this case, it's actually these like really amazing sugar lumps that instead of just giving a level burst of energy, it's kind of like Nos in Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and it'll give it a like extra kick as like at like these 30 second bursts that I can sort of call on and I can throw more to them. Um, so that's the horse. The cart itself is, um, I've got spikes out of the wheels so that I can sort of take down my opponents. And then in terms of my strategy for the race itself, I had that before the race starts, I very sneakily 
cut the leads on all of the competitors' horses so that their horse isn't actually attached to the cart. Unsportsmanship. <laughs> it's a strategy. Unfortunately, bad sportsmanship is is not part of the rules for this event, so that's allowed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, you were going to throw, throw insults at us, so that's not exactly great sportsmanship either. <laughs> well, I haven't done it yet, have I? And then just as a, as a final sort of like, you know, really to ensure that I can maintain a lead, I was going to dump oil just all along the field so they get all slippy <laughs> in case they actually manage to reattach their horses. So like a precursor to salting the earth, I guess. You've oiled the earth behind. Yeah. Um, look, there's there's a lot to love about this, including you know just the disgusting sportsmanship and utter sabotage. Yeah, well, I, I really like the uh, two horse, two furious aspect. <laughs> of the, uh... I know my audience. It's all about family. Yes, I've got here as my, in my notes, I've written it as sugary lumps. Um, Zusat, why don't you run us through your strategy? Look, I focused most of my time on my chariot rather than the horse. So Mm. my chariot is actually a golden chariot that harnesses the energy of the sun so that uh, it gives me, it blinds the other horses and (laughs) contestants, giving me a head start. (laughs) Now, because I have focused all my energy on this massive golden chariot, I do realise that once I have a head start, it is quite slow. So I'm going to have to start losing a bit of weight. So I start having to remove a few of these golden ornaments, chucking them out the windows and blocking the path of the other contestants. Wait, it has windows? (laughs) It's a massive golden chariot. Um... So behind, once I once I inevitably win the race, the path behind me is littered with gold. Oh, so beautiful! It is beautiful. It's quite metaphorical. Um, I'm I'm really tired after this round. Um, so I guess we've got to deliberate a little bit. Um, it is mine to award the five points and three for Aristotle, but you know I, I I've just thought I'd deliberate a little bit here. Like this, there's, there's a lot to like. Um, particularly, it's going to be difficult to ascertain whether or not the golden sun chariot, which is massive, was able to use its head start when the horse wasn't attached. No, it was. It was just a regular horse, though. I got the head start before they sabotaged my horse. Well, that's a false start then, because I sabotaged the horses before the race started. Uh... That is canonically what uh, Achilles. <laughs> Established. I also tied my horse's tail to the front of my chariot. <laughs> Animal cruelty, negative 10 points. It still works. I think the round, for me, the five points is going to a Drocus because he, his horse is tied to the chariot still. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the endurance carrots are, are definitely pulling the weight there and the profanities have got him across the line as well. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, well, I mean, um, Zuset definitely had an advantage by going last but um decided to create both the heaviest vehicle that she possibly could um, by being made of solid gold and enclosed if it has windows um but yeah i guess the question for me is could achilles make up that uh difference with her nox powered horses had yes. the sabotage yeah so who's who's getting you three points tom uh, do I have to give them all to one person? There's nothing in the rules that says that. Um, I think I want to give two to Achilles and uh, 
one, two, Zuset. Okay, so at the end of the first round, we have, uh, well, yeah, I feel like I should have split mine up too, but it's too late. Um, I've, I can't. It's too late. I'm clinging to them. It's too late. I've already pocketed them. I'm biting them. It's canon now. Yeah, that's right. So Adrocus uh, with five. We have Achilles with two, and we have Zuset with one. And now in the second round, we're going to do the same thing again, except that the judges are flipped. So I only have three to award, and Aristotom has five. But we're playing in reverse order, so it's going to be Zuset first. Oh. Uh, followed by Achilles, followed by Adrocus. It's going to be two minutes on the clock. Is everybody ready to start writing? Ready. Yep. Okay. Time starts in three, two, one. And get writing. Okay, pens down. So, start of the second round. I believe we're beginning with Zuset this time. That's right. So, uh... My horse, I'm using my trusty horse from my last uh, last race. Now, my chariot, I've learnt from my mistakes. And instead of using gold to craft my chariot, I have crafted it into a large wooden horse-shaped chariot <laughs> drawn by my previous horse <laughs> in which during the race a door drops down from the bottom of my horse-shaped <laughs> chariot, dropping multiple other horses out the bottom <laughs> that run the other chariots off the path, resulting in multiple wins for myself. For myself. <laughs> Seems like a flawless strategy to me. Flawless victory, really. So I like this. We've got the horse being led by the cart and the cart being led by the horse. We've got multiple horses and the cart is a horse. I think as far as metaphors go, you've managed to cover pretty much every angle there. So that's, that's quite good. Yeah, and it's a great defense if um, someone was trying to sabotage your horse. Yes. Um, <laughs> they've just got so many horses to contend with. It's, mm. uh... Okay, ladies, how was your race? Uh, it was really good. So I decided to bring in a horse that I've raised from a foal. It is a Pegasus, which, as you know, can fly. So it is um, also held onto my chariot with chain, unbreakable chain. Um, and with my... Ch- <laughs> <laughs> with my chariot I decided to go for speed so it's almost like one of those like you know like a modern hoverboard like it's like a plank of wood with two wheels on the side but what the f- I'm smart I, st- I have my feet strapped into that so you know I don't have to worry about that that's okay um, can I? Can I? So it's a hoverboard, but with wheels on the side. No, no. You know the modern hoverboards, the things they sell now. They call them oh, a right. hoverboard, but it's just wheels on the side of a board. Oh right, yes, yep. It's like those rumbas that the kids ride around on now. Yeah. So my strategy, obviously, is I'm going to fly off up so that you know oil and horses and ropes things like that can't really incapacitate me but as an added twist you know i i really got a buzz out of the crowd liking me in the discus so i'm gonna become santa claus and i'm just gonna throw gifts to the crowd (laughs) and if i don't win the race if i don't win the race i win their love so that's okay and their hearts exactly you've won my heart (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I don't even think we need to hear Drocus. Then maybe we just call this in my favor. Um, look, I think you do. It's, it's a valiant attempt at trying to, you know, distract the judges. Um, and look, there's a lot to be distracted by there, including the hoverboard with wheels. Yeah, but um, also props for inventing Christmas 500 years before the birth of Jesus. <laughs> Christianity has stolen a lot from previous religions. So, I mean, it kind of fits. <laughs> and just out of curiosity, what, what colour is your Santa Claus outfit? Um, you know, I know that red sort of seems like the logical choice, but I'm not really a red person. So I'm going to go with like gold. Gold. Nice. Yeah. nice. Uh, recycled from the previous chariot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I hammered it down very, very finely. I think you get like a, um, a plus one for carbon offset there. <laughs> With the recycling. Yeah, at the very least, you should get some sort of tax refund. Uh, yeah, did we dock any points off you in a previous round? Um, no, unfortunately, you've never been docked a point, so I can't actually give you... Oh, I had tax- waffling. I had wa- that waffling point. That's true. Yeah, actually, that's right. So you get you do get a point as a carbon credit. Excellent. Yes. Adrokis, <laughs> how was your race? Let it be known, I have been sitting on my hands, literally, since you told us to stop writing. And I'm going to read <laughs> verbatim what I wrote, okay? Okay. The horse is on lend from Hermes, the god of swiftness. It is indeed a Pegasus, a type of horse Ooh. indeed. <laughs> cart. The cart is in fact a surfboard <laughs> on loan from the great Poseidon, <laughs> god of the sea. Lightweight and able to surf on you clouds. <laughs> Strategy. I've prayed, I've prayed to the gods uh, to, for them to lend me their strength and their abilities. I use my Pegasus to fly over the competition. <laughs> uh, get out of my head. You get out of mine. <laughs> What about, um, how'd you go on the Santa Claus front? So, look, I'd like to let it be known that I'm not wasting my time giving gifts to the crowd. I'm focused on winning this race. And not only is my horse a Pegasus, it is the Pegasus of Hermes, the god of swiftness himself. Hermes doesn't have a Pegasus. He does. He doesn't. You know those wings on his head? No, he has wings on his sandals. They're also on his sandals. (laughs) Uh, He can take them off and he throws them to the ground and they grow into a Pegasus. Little known fact. Incorrect. No, no, this, this is in fact a uh, Greek um, fact. Rocco, I watched Brad Pitt's Troy three weeks ago. There was no Pegasi coming up out of the, out of the ground. What do you think that thing was in the sky in that shot that wasn't meant to be there? <laughs> you got me there, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Tom, you've got the five to award here. Well, I was, um, I thought that uh, Zusette had a winning strategy at the start with her multi-horse combo, <laughs> um, but it seems both other competitors have taken to the sky, which would sort of negate that strategy. Um, so if I have to put it down between uh, Achilles and Adrocus, um I think the the weight of the unbreakable chain 
the weight of the gold suit and the uh, <laughs> distraction of giving gifts to the crowd probably would have slowed Achilles down quite substantially. So I think Adrocus has it this round. So you're giving all five to Adrocus? Um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give four to Adrocus, and I'm gonna give one to a uh, Zeusat just because. You know, maybe one of those horses might have gotten lucky. <laughs> um, Feels like she hedged her bets. I also like the the imagery of a giant wooden horse that's pooping out on lots of little horses. Right. So my thinking here for the three points was: I don't believe either Pegasus can pull a cart. That's why it's a hoverboard. But you said that it wasn't a hoverboard because it had wheel. But mine's mine. I never said that. I literally said. It is, in fact, a surfboard from the god Poseidon. Yours is a surfboard. Those are commonly used on surf. <laughs> Do you know what clouds are made of? Water. Science. <laughs> yeah, but it feels like there's a big gap between the dirt where you start and the clouds where the surfing happens. Which is why I have wheels for the start, but I don't need the wheels. That's why it's a little board for in the air. <laughs> the god of swiftness, uh... Pegasus actually poops out clouds as it as it flies. Now I, I have deliberated, and I'm giving it to the horse-led horse with multiple horses in it. Um, <laughs> so all three points in fashion. What a roar! What a roar! <laughs> uh, and uh, both other competitors are losing a point for bad sportsmanship. No, oh, come on! <laughs> Rocco steals my idea, and somehow he gets to take my points. Actually, uh, I'm sorry that that last point from either of them was not subtracted as said earlier this round doesn't have any rules about sportsmanship so uh oh. yeah, that, that's not, i cancel subtracting <laughs> i anything. stab a kaylee's <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it stands but it doesn't do anything uh, especially because there's no further events to uh partake in so we're going to get the running total uh so yeah uh the scores after Oof, this is going to be tough to add up. Um, what have we got? We've got nine points for the fifth round to uh, Adrocus for a Woo. strong victory in the first uh, round and a pretty strong follow-up in the second round. We've got two points to Achilles, uh for their first round with a second-place get, and we have four points to Zuset with uh, one in the first round and... Uh, four in the last. Oh, that's five points. What am I doing? Okay, so it's nine, two, and five. Bringing our tournament totals to... Adrocus is on 45. Achilles is on 48. I was already on 48. Uh, you were on 46 according to this. Oh, wait, that's 48 for those. Oh, no, it should be 49 because I've got that credit, the carbon credit. Oh, you got the... Yeah, sorry, you did get the carbon credit. I think you always keep the best records, and I would never, never doubt your judgment. Too late, Rocker. Your score's been read. Yes. Uh, it has been read. However, there is still a medal ceremony coming, so I'm going to have plus one for uh, kiss-assing there. Yeah. <laughs> the Sicko Fancy Award. And then with Zuset, we have 45 points. Uh, so it's 45 plus 1, so 46, 49, and 45. Going into the medal ceremony. Each magistrate gets to award three points for the following. First is the Leonidas Award. So this is the player with the most warlike approach. Tom, who's yours going to? Um, well, taking the 
term warlike in its most strict sense, um, I'm going to give it to Achilles for killing the king of Troy <laughs> and um, <laughs> literally ending the Trojan War. <laughs> yes, that's quite good. Um, I, I, I tend to, I tend to kind of agree with you there. I, I think that's probably one of the most warlike maneuvers that we have. <laughs> Um, there was, however, the attack on the column, uh, the frontal column in the early place there, um, which yep. you know is an affront to uh, to the Macedonians. So uh, yeah. you know it's a it's a close yeah. one. I guess we also did have um, Zeusat killing everybody. <laughs> which, uh, oh yeah, it's pretty warlike. Everybody was drowned. Yeah, that 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 is that probably takes it. No, that's one of the other horsemen of the apocalypse, not war. Which one does the drowning? Famine. Um, Look, it's close enough. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to yeah. agree. I'm going to call that uh, Zusat's point. Uh, I'm still going to go with Achilles because um, that seems more like terrorism than an act of war. It seems like I said three points each magistrate. This seems like it's going to unbalance things quite a bit. That's all right. This is Mario Party rules. Everything's going to suck <laughs> because in the end, yeah. there's a bunch of awards that have yeah. nothing to do with anything that completely change the outcome. Great. Okay, the Socrates Award, uh, or the most Socratic award, goes to the player with the wisest approach. So, Tom, what do you reckon? I want to give it to Zuset for her um, final chariot approach (laughs) with the the multiple horses. um, But I feel that's cancelled out by the underarm javelin or the uh, (laughs) disrobing in the previous rounds. Um, so I think I'm going to give it to Adroco, Adrocus, whatever his name is. <laughs> That's quite good. You're going to give it to whatever his name is. Look, I th- I feel like the wisest thing that I saw in here was quickly writing down what Kaylee said in the last chariot race and then <laughs> saying the same thing. I think that's quite Socratic. Um, yeah, so uh, I I also am going to award my three points to Adrocus. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> and last, we have the uh, Euclid Award, which is the player with the most calculated approach. Um, yeah, so this one, I think I am going to give to Zuset because I don't know what's more calculated than the distance of pretty far, but not too far. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, I think it, it's useful to be specific like that, um, you know, when, when there's a very far on the table. Look, there was some great calculated approaches there by, with the flying horses. I feel as though uh, in the case of Achilles, maybe got a bit distracted there during that uh, chariot race with the uh, Santa Claus stuff. But, um, I mean, otherwise, very focused. And also um, another note on the uh, the horse with the nos there, the sugar lump nos, that's that's pretty good strategy. I was very proud of that. Yeah, very scientific. Spent so long in a lab. Then again, the um, endurance carrots, um, you know, that's that's a nice reference there to, uh, to the Legend of Zelda, and that's always a good way to win me over. But uh, I'm not sure that it is the most calculated approach unless you were absolutely get, uh, gunning for that um, Zelda angle, were you, Adrocus? Of course. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because of that biting and calculated retort there, I'm going to give Achilles my <laughs> <laughs> three points. Okay, so that is the end of the medal ceremony. And so everybody, talk among yourself while I verify the scores. But yeah, you've done very well. 
course. The Drakus always does well. Oh, that's so much better than the real Olympics. Do the either other of the attendees uh, want my autograph? Nah, I'm good. Can you actually write your name? <laughs> Very well. Very well, son. Just an X. <laughs> I have the final scores to announce. Is everybody ready? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, in third place, we have Adrokus with 51 points. Tied for third place, we have Zuset with 51 points. And the winner with 52 points. <laughs> is a Kaylee. I'll take it. I'm like Steve Bradbury, just yeah. I'll take the win. <laughs> yes, coming from in front, a Kaylee's has won the day. <laughs> I was coming from in front, but I did that gap closed very, very, very tightly in those last two rounds. So it's, I feel like it's got a Stephen Bradbury. Yes, tripping over the ice skating shoes that uh, Seuss had invented earlier in the... <laughs> and all of those tiny horses. And the, and the <laughs> tiny, tiny Adrocuses from the round before. A lot of tiny things. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's the end of the Athenian Philosophical Olympic Pentathlon. Well done. Yay! We'll have to do it again in four years. <laughs> so, what do I actually win? Uh, you win an My all expenses holiday paid to Greece. Ooh! Yes. I guess as as the wife of a of the podcast, one of the podcast hosts, mm. I'm just basically paying for that myself, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> And the British government won't let us go on holidays at the moment, so they can't actually claim that prize. No. Maybe we can just watch Troy again. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out why you guys watch Troy. Um, I think it's because I've been playing a lot of Hades and Kaylee have been listening to a lot of Greek mythology podcasts. So uh, It was the only thing Greek, yeah, that we could watch for free on Amazon. Is it good? No, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, the uh, Greek podcasts? What, are, what what have you been listening to? Oh, I listened to there's a, um, a, a there's a like academic over here called Natalie Haynes who writes about Greek mythology and she has a series called Stand Up for the Greek Myths. I can't remember what it's called, but that's very good. It's like thirty second history lessons on myths. Much better than Troy. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to check that out. But still not as good as this podcast. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Don't stop listening to this to listen to that. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, I, I've I've learned from other podcasts that it's customary to uh, give you guys some space to plug your latest shows or any other uh, <laughs> things you would like to. So, uh, Adrocus, why don't we start with you? What, what Have you got anything you want to plug? Adrocus will be in Greece for the next week. You may approach him for an autograph. That is all. Fantastic. And Achilles? Um, Achilles is going to, you know, even though she's the first Christmas Santa Claus, I'm actually going to move it earlier in the year. So it's going to be in the middle of summer. So keep your eyes open for Achilles coming to you on a hoverboard with Pegasus (laughs) soon. Christmas in July. Exactly. (laughs) And Zuzette. Uh, Look, I would uh, like to thank Achilles. You've won my heart with all the gifts (laughs) that you've given me. Thank you. Well, thank you for the gold for my armor. You're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> Anytime. You would you and like? Sorry me to- for killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Zeus is cancelled. <laughs> 
look, I'm just going to run around and, and fire my little tiny bow at everyone, so you all you all love each other now. <laughs> it's a lovely happy ending. Yeah. No more wars. All right, well, I'm going to plug Dale Blackwood on YouTube because <laughs> why not? <laughs> I also plug that guy. <laughs> hey <laughs> All right, well, uh, thank you guys for being on, and uh, that's the end of the recording. In the next episode of the Game Design Hacks with Dale and Tom, we're going to look into why Sonic didn't work so well in 3D. And don't forget, we've got a design challenge coming up where Tom does an RPG based on The Room, the Tommy Wiseau movie. Until then, I've been Dale. I've been Tom. Say your catchphrase. Yippity yippity, that's games, folks. (laughs) Yippity yippity, that's games, folks. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.